Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of August 1st, 2023. Folks, we've made it to August. It's football month. In fact, I pulled up lsufootball.net today for the first time in several months, and I saw the first slate of schedules, a slate of games. We can actually talk about week zero because there are some bangers in there that I just want to mention to get everyone a little, their appetite wetted, if you will. You want to wet the beak with week zero? Or get everyone wetted, you know, an appetizer of some cream of mushroom soup, perhaps. Maybe. You know, I, if, you, if, you did, if you didn't hear about this, if you're listening to this, know what we're laughing about. There was a rumor that, I don't know if it was a rumor. Yeah, someone well, it's said, a rumor. Somebody said they spotted somebody. They spotted the Big 12 commish and the Arizona president at a restaurant in Uptown Dallas tonight. And the Arizona president was eating mushroom soup with, I believe, a... Gruyere was it goat cheese or a Gruyere crostini? I can't remember. What it was. I thought it was. I thought it was the Big Twelve commissioner eating the the soup. But that's what I said. I, I Did I say read. that? No, you said the Arizona mm-hmm. president. It was. Oh, I thought it was Arizona president. Either way. Oh, uh, what, what, what the fuck are you soup? doing? That eating eating that on August first? Yes. In, in Texas. Texas, it was 105. But if it was the Arizona president, I mean, they're leaving 120, and so maybe it's a little bit cooler in Dallas. It, it may be soup weather for them. Jordan, did you have your hot cream today? Ooh, you know, just a big bowl of hot cream is what I need today to really make this summer feel correct. Goes good with your Wheaties. Oh, that Wheaties box, it was <laughs> like, oh, or cream <laughs> and some in some kind of fruit. Those are hell of instructions. Well, before- listen, it's that's just a Nebraska panna cotta right there. <laughs> okay, but I have I have a recipe in one of my old books for bean candy. And I really think that that's a Nebraska thing now that we discovered the bean connection that many Nebraska followers said that, yeah, we, we love beans. Beans are our thing. Who knew before, before I get yelled at my pit girl, I'm Jordan tonight. As always, I have commish. And of course we have Beth and pit girl, pit girl. How are you, ma'am? I am good. As I said, it's football month. I'm so excited. It's football month. Things are coming soon. Real news, like games we can talk about. Yeah, not just yelling about soup, which I do also enjoy doing, to be clear. We'd be doing about that regardless, I think. Beth, how are you? Swell. It's been a good day. Kamesh? Uh, you know, just working back into, you know, getting back into the normal job, which is, you know, I, I left and, and it took like a week off and it was an absolute mess at work. And then I come back and it's still an absolute mess. So I was like, I, I was hoping they had it cleaned up by the time I got back. But, you know, unfortunately not. I had, like I told you guys earlier, the reason we're actually recording this about 25 minutes late at, later than we usually do, because I had an ornery kid tonight and I was at home with just with just him. So it was good times. <laughs> Let's talk about a couple of college football-y things first. We already covered this the mushroom soup, but we can <laughs> talk about, well, here, move some things around. First off, a quick shout out. I want to say congrats to Temple. They got a new logo today and I kind of love it. It's, it's a diamond-shaped shield with a front-facing angry owl and the classic temple t apparently it was made in conjunction with graphic design students at the school with a professional firm there's an ace of diamonds connection to temple and like a, like a speech or something some coach gave whatever it was mm-hmm. and this works for me a lot of people were saying it looks like either a crest from warhammer or harry potter but i don't know i like it it's going to be the primary athletic mark and the secondary academic mark I, I love it. I personally love it. And you know, I, you did a, a nice little bevel on it, which made the, the owl look 3D, which was amazing. To me, this looks like an amazing European soccer kit shield mm-hmm. 
like the shield that you just put right over your heart after you score a goal and you kiss it. I feel like Temple Soccer is going to be ready to roll now with this one. You could do a really good like Temple-themed Superman costume with this. Temple, you have an opportunity to do something very bold with your uniforms. So I think it's time to like lean into an Under Armour partnership and do or do a uniform that looks like it's armor with this on like the epaulets. Ooh. Like like Spalders. Mhm. With this logo on the sides. It would be very bold, but I would love it very very much. It's an excellent logo. Still not my favorite owl in the uh the no contacts chat. I just dropped my favorite owl, which is the Rice Athena owl that they don't use for athletics. They use it on their academic stuff. And I love the Athenian owl with the giant, giant eyes. I was discussing this owl, uh, the temple owl, with my siblings earlier today. And we have decided that it, that it looks like this is a horned owl, but it is a horns down owl. Ooh, <laughs> and okay. I love that I like very this. much. I like this. Horns down owl. So good okay. job, Temple. Good rebrand. And, you know, right before the season, it's I, I like this. Good choice. I did not like, I don't even know if I even showed this to you guys, University of Dallas, which is a small private school. In Dallas, Texas, as you might, as you might believe. I'm, 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 there right, there is a Dallas, Pennsylvania, but I don't know that okay. it's big enough to have a university. They changed their athletics logo. Um, give me one sec to find it. It's on the college sports logo account. They did a rebrand. They changed from a very cool monogram to something that was not, and I was just very unhappy about this. Uh, dropping that in the chat as well. The original is this nice, like classic interlocked monogram UD. Oh. And they've Ooh. flattened it, so you can't really tell the difference between the letters anymore. This is a downgrade. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no. I like the knobbly thing a lot. Yeah, the new one looks like a creative team. Knobbly thing <laughs> looks like old magic. Oh, sorry, more logo news. Breaking, as of six hours Ooh. ago, Coast Guard has a new logo. Oh. Ooh. Three Coast Guard. I love their new bear. Oh. Oh. There's, their old bear is this side-looking angry bear that's orange and blue, but oh, this man. new one is front-on with like a white stripe across his face, like it's rogue and coming to eat your face. I love this. Oh man, new bear is great. Old bear, especially from a distance, his eyes kind of look like we made him. Like he's a little like the the Penn State weir, yes. where they put the eyes on him and he's all all lopsided and dorky. The new one is fabulous. Also, the new one has five claws on each foot. Oh, it Love does. That. Love that. Yeah, Coast Guard. Also, shout out to a listener who uh, was showing me that they have managed to grow a very cool rogue-like streak in their hair as they go gray. Ooh. The single best way to go gray. Yes. I was, I was searching for the new Coast Guard logo to, to go bevel it because I, it smokes me right away. And then so I t and that was the what third the option. What is that? <laughs> it's Obji it's the Bear. I don't even know what Abji the bear What? Is. No, because uh, no, Abji is, I, we've been over this. It was like, <laughs> it was something like, it, it stood for something because they brought the bear on campus and they weren't supposed to have it there. Yeah. This is absolutely Oski's like, that the, Is that the bear that the, you know, like the neighbors like called the police and said they have a bear on campus or something? Like Objection, that? Objectionable presence. Yes, that's what yes, it was. Abji. That was it. Okay. This bear looks like the bastard <laughs> offspring of Oski and the Tasmanian devil. I am I am very troubled by the difference in size between right paw and left front paw. Yes. For this bear. Yes. This bear has been stung by all the bees in its right paw. I'm going to take this bear, remind me, and I'm going to put him in the middle of that Russian flag with breaking the atom. Please do. Please <laughs> this is the new Magnitogorsk this. bear. That one. Thank you. 
in actual college football news, so of all the things that have gotten me excited about college football, not not the talk about who's playing what, not the prognications, prognostications. The only thing that's gotten me really excited and really made that is when I found out the Frisco Bowl had a new mascot and then, or not mascot, a new sponsor. And then all of a sudden, I felt like the little like excitement again. And Scooter's Coffee, not a sponsor, could be, is we are looking for, we are actively looking for a coffee, for a coffee sponsor. sponsor. They Listen. are. They're if, you out of, own, if you own a coffee roastery, get at us. Yeah. They're a place that's sort of like Dutch Brothers. They're out of Nebraska, though. I've never heard of them. And then I searched for them around me, and there's like 30 of them around me. <laughs> I've just never seen them. I found, oh. I, I saw one out the other day, but I'd never even heard of it before. So Scooter's Coffee, congratulations. You now get the Frisco Bowl. And I was thinking. And they were I excited don't. that we were fans of theirs. So. Make a recipe page. It's important. Then... I started thinking, okay, what are we going to dump on the winning coaches? Because, of course, we had smoothies for a long time here. Yes. And then we had uh, tax fraud when Ryan was doing that. That was the Frisco Classic. Sorry. You can't pour hot coffee. You could. Last year's game was cold. Just beans. I just pelt them with beans. Yeah, just cover. Think about those beans. Okay. Coffee beans would be a good choice, I think. It would make a good sound on the hat. Ooh. Yeah. It's a very ASMR choice. Smell good, too. (laughs) Can you imagine just standing on the sideline and walking past the bean cooler and just get that whiff. I would no, say not those like, kinds of bean Nebraska. I'm trying to fuck out. Can, <laughs> I mean, you could dump cold brew, but it would just take a long time to create that much cold brew. And I'd feel like a waste. Don't waste the cold. Brew. I mean, you could brew hot coffee and then like throw ice in it. But I mean, what, what's the point there? Uh, somebody just dump used grounds. Yeah. Like, somebody said oh, something like do like yeah, grounds do, of like, coffee. All like used grounds. Well, it's going to be then, wet like, and clumpy coach, though. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, coach, and Gatorade's okay. wet. All right. All right. Like, Gatorade's wet go. and clumpy. Gator, just like just like do like a Gatorade coffee ground reduction and coat the coach like Clayface. <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh my God. Why? <laughs> Imagery is my passion. It is so vivid. <laughs> so goddamn vivid. I, yeah. I think I broke commission. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, oh, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, there, <laughs> this started coming up though, as we always get to this time of the year. Now, some of these will fill out, but there are some bowl games that currently don't have title sponsors. And as of right now, it's the Birmingham Bowl, the Camellia Bowl, the Cure Bowl, the Holiday Bowl, the LA Bowl, the Military Bowl, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, and the New Mexico Bowl. And first off, someone asked us, you know, what is the most sickos? And I go, honestly, it's the L.A. Bowl because it's the biggest. If we could get our name on that, that just feels like a giant shit show. This is the one that Jimmy Kimmel shit all over last year yeah. and didn't quite get the vibe right. No. No. Like, he just, it just never felt like the vibe was correct for whatever reason. They did have yeah. the Jimmy Kimmel, who did look a lot like Ryan Day. Thank yeah. you to whoever followed us that did make that connection because those two look exactly the same. I mean, the, the most sickos bowl is the Bahamas Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just is. And it's not on this list. No. I mean, I, you could throw out an honorable mention for the Birmingham Bowl. It's got that, got that cake. The New Mexico Bowl is spiritually feels correct for us. Yes. So, it feels correct but, for a lot of reasons. Because we like New Mexico. It always seems to feature, it's always the first bowl game, generally. One, one of the first, yeah. It's always, you know, uh, you know I, kind of I fun really, teams. I want that awesome, like, trophy they have. And them to have to hand paint the sickos guy on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really want that. Like they on the pottery, the, yeah. The pottery, the clay, and the, because they would, they would paint the logo of like Gildan T-shirts or Gildan T-shirts or whatever on it. And I'm like, if we're the sponsor, we're gonna get our 
they're going to paint just the sickos guy on this pottery for sure. Hand painted big Pennsylvania. Yes. In New Mexico. Somebody said it, it should be the-, the New Mexico bowl brought to you by big Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that works. The Bahamas bowl was brought to you by that town in Elk, Elk Grove, Illinois. Elk Village. The best part about that is the best part about it is how mad it would make Delaware. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Delaware would be so mad. Yeah, Delaware, so tiny and so angry. Should be an FBS if you want to fight it, Delaware. I like, mm-hmm. oh, gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's somebody in our mention said they they called it the New Mexico Bowl. Like it. <laughs> That's very good. Synergy, brand synergy. A- apparently, San Diego San Diego County Credit Union no longer has bowl money because they were the. I mean, they were traditionally the sponsor of the Poinsettia Bowl, and then the Holiday Bowl when the Poinsettia Bowl went under. And now that Holiday Bowl doesn't have a sponsor, come on! This is this is CBS or Fox, which was which is that this is Fox's bowl, right? Yeah, it's their only bowl game. I think, yeah, right. This is yeah. this is Fox's big bowl. Come on! Can't we get National Lampoon to to sponsor the Holiday Bowl? Ooh. We can just get Lindsey Buckingham. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just so him. Tostitos is no longer sponsoring the Fiesta Bowl. Is that correct? Unfortunately, no. no. Okay, so we are down to no chip sponsorships, right? Yeah. yeah. So we need somebody yeah. to, to like a chip so bowl here. I mean, here's my thought: okay. PA Snack Food Companies, mm. just everybody sponsor a bowl game. Sorry, there's enough of those. Uds I mean, Bowl, Snyder's of Hanover Bowl, Snyder's of Berlin Bowl, Martin's the Snyder's bowl. of Hanover LA Bowl. Yes, the Middlesworth Military Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that, that We're works. weaponizing the chips for you. Absolutely, like yeah, like yeah, it's the biggest weekend. I mean, Birmingham <laughs> has Golden Flake in Birmingham, mm-hmm. so you yeah. could just call it the Golden Flake Birmingham Bowl. I mean, it's perfect. It took me forever to re- remember which one the Birmingham Bowl was. That is the Papa John's dot com bowl. It's that one. Yes. So they've had yes, they've for, had pizza sponsorship before. Was it like Ticket for, City? Also, or something? formerly the BBVA Compass Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ask me why I know that off the uh, top that's right. of my that head. Was, that was, no, Pins- that was why? Pit, why Pitt Pitt like five years in a row? Three years in a row. Visit scenic Birmingham, the Pittsburgh of the South. I'm just because I have some because the Military Bowl is the one in Annapolis. And in mm-hmm. the past, it's been sponsored by things like Northrop Gum- Grumman. And yes. I needed to have a very weird sponsor after Give me, that. Come on, Old Bay. Right. Sponsor, yeah, let's like, go. The Rainbows and Unicorns Military Bowl. The, the Myrtle Beach Bowl has never had a sponsor. What? They've never had a sponsor. It's just been like the Myrtle Beach like Tourism Board or something? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, I assume that the Saudis will be sponsoring it. It just makes sense. When are we going to see the big Saudi money here? The Live Golf Myrtle Beach Bowl. There are so many golf courses down there anyway. Yep. There it is. Live Golf Myrtle Beach Bowl. Live, laugh. Myrtle Beach Bowl. Live, laugh, golf. The the Phil Mickelson presents Live Golf Myrtle Beach Bowl. With a trophy presented by MBS. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great, guys. (laughs) Greg Norman will be there. Greg Norman will be there in a a shark (laughs) polo. He'll be in the mascot costume, the shark, Mm -hmm. on the uh, surf turf. At the Myrtle Beach Bowl. It'd be That'd perfect. Be great. That'd be great, actually. Be great. I like this. Yeah. I like it. Their giveaway is just a everybody gets a new building in Dubai. Mm-hmm. You get a spot in the line. People have really been saying, I've heard them say that Myrtle Beach really is the Dubai of the U.S. Yeah, I've heard that. Same sort of vibe, really, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I watched, I watched, I've been going through old Mission Impossible movies. And man, the one where he go, he climbs up the fucking Burj Khalifa then, then does like a weird ex- diamond exchange, and then runs immediately into the street into like a car chase into like a dust storm. God, that's a great like hour of just 
It's stupid action. It's so good. I love that movie. I think that was Rogue Nation, I believe, in case anyone's curious. We generally have sponsors pop up throughout the year, right? Like, it's not always that they're sponsored at this point. They roll into it slowly but surely, right? Yeah, I, I feel like they... It, it happens over the time, but I, I really don't feel like that there's been this many bowls. I know we have, like, what, like 42 bowl games, I think? Or is it 43? I have no idea off the top of my head. But to have nearly 10 bowls without a sponsor, that's pretty crazy at the beginning of the year. But, you know, not everybody has TV deals. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we do have, I, I'm going to read off the list of week zero games. And just to get you guys like in the mood here. So everyone roll your shoulders. Feel good about this. It's unfortunate that our very first game is Navy Notre Dame in Dublin. <laughs> is it unfortunate? I mean, it is. We, it's what we kicked off last year, wasn't it? No. Last year we kicked off at, it was Western Kentucky at Austin P. It kicked off like 30 minutes before. <laughs> is the winner of this game cursed? I guess we'll find out. I mean, it's Notre Dame, so of course they're cursed. Although I do, I do, <laughs> I do like their new Kelly Green uniforms. I have to admit, I, ha- I fucking hate it to say it. Don't say that. Don't, Don't say that loud. No, they I, I like them. I like them, guys. Ugh. I'm sorry. Then we have Mercer versus North Alabama at the Crampton Bowl. This is the first United Conference game of the United Football Alliance, whatever they're calling it. By the way, that conference worst SEO ever. I could not find their fucking website in any combination of searches. I had to go to their Twitter account and their website was even buried on there. What? 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 The UAC, the United Athletic Alliance. Like, try oh. Googling it. See if what comes up. Seems the like they need us to... program conference. I found Seems it Seems like on... they need us to manage their SEO. We'll come up there with a better go. acronym for you. We promise. True. We, we, we're good at acronyms. UAC. Yeah, I I found the Wikipedia page and and I have it up because we've been doing the uh, the Substack the SCW WTF man. Yeah, it's like it's just a giant mess to try to find anything about this conference, even with Andrew Luck running it. Which I'm sorry, not Andrew Luck. Fuck Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck. Same thing. So that's the first UAC game ever. Then we have UTEP at Jacksonville State. Nice first conference. That's a conference game. It is. We have Fordham at Albany. Ramley hashtag Ramley. Ohio at San Diego State, UMass at New Mexico State, which is like personally yes. the one we're really excited oh. for. That's on ESPN. It's on ESPN. Yeah, it is. Like I am, I am so thrilled that New Mexico State is on ESPN because two years ago when we started tweeting from the account, we were watching UTEP versus New Mexico State on KVIA, which we El still Paso. follow on the account. For we're reason. still following that account, that news account, so we we know when there's some crazy weather going on in El Paso uh in the las cruces area but we, we basically we had to watch it through the website like the actual website of kvia and we could see how many people were watching the game with us it was like 1200 just all committee members watching this game and they had the same like three commercials every commercial break <laughs> it was nope a- welcome welcome to 6 p.m on the espn guys yes mm-hmm. yeah. so thrilled for that for the New Mexico State Aggies. We also have, unfortunately, on at the exact same time, well, almost the exact same time, Hawaii at Vanderbilt on the SEC network. And then Bonkers. on ABC, Jackson State at SC State, which is a rematch of the Celebration Bowl from a couple years back too, which ought to be an absolute banger of a game. And then the nightcaps, I mean, not even the nightcaps, they're all sort of at the same time. San Jose State at USC on the Pac-12 on- network. And then finally... With the CBS, SEC on CBS sports music, FIU at Louisiana Tech. 
That's the nightcap. That's the nightcap. Kicks off at 8 p.m. Central. Ruston, Louisiana at night. It's going to be 100 degrees and so balmy. Week zero is for the sickos, and I'm so excited. It is. It's it's week sicko. That's it. This is our week. We love it all. Honestly, I'm excited for, for Notre Dame and Navy to see if they avoid putting on the crystal helmet because maybe it's the crystal helmet curse. They don't have the crystal helmet this year. They changed, the, they changed the trophy. It so looks Pat, like the BC, it just looks like the BCS trophy now. So Pat took it. Oh, Pat no, took it home. Why? He stole it. Okay, he was supposed to leave it there. Well, you're never going to get it off him now. <laughs> maybe he got stuck in it. Yeah, the new Legends trophy or whatever, they, whatever it is. It's just like it looks just like the BCS uh, old BCS crystal football. It's not interesting. It's probably not even heavy. We have mentioned both Northwestern and Louisiana Tech recently, so I can actually segue into this next thing. Congrats. If you were hoping you would not get Skip Holtz into your coaching tree, congrats. You've avoided it, unless you're Northwestern. Northwestern, he is assistant to the head coach. He is the Dwight Schrute of -hmm. Northwestern football. Isn't quitting his job at the Birmingham Stallions. No. Still taking that paycheck. Yes. He can go back. This is a part-time gig. Well, so, I mean, you really technically didn't avoid Skip Holtz. You only delayed him. Yes. Listen, (laughs) if you you asked me what, what member of what well-known coaching family is most likely to try to coach a big 10 team by telegraph i would tell you it was the holtzes mm-hmm. you know what's the coach's bad at west virginia this year Whoa. too much too many okay just too many so so you're gonna have to wait another year for skip holtz okay uh the boosters are getting antsy they're probably gonna can him this year anyway okay hey you've got skip holtz uh, ready to slide very in. well be coachless by my birthday mm-hmm. skip holtz west virginia <laughs> how fast my my google autocorrects to neil brown's contract buyout (laughs) (laughs) i'm just glad that the two-time usfl head coach championship head coach is gonna get a chance to flex his college muscles again maybe you just kind of slandered skip holtz you said two time you said two time you gotta give him the credit back to back back to back Back-to-back. Skip Holtz went back-to-back. And actually not even close. Like, it was... No. He absolutely just wrecked this, wrecked this uh, the uh, league both times. Sorry, with my new Chewy Ice machine, I now like chewing ice a lot more, so I'm having to mute myself every hey. time I do it. Let's let's chew some ice here, because somebody's been... Hold up. Been... Get my ASMR on. Okay, you do, do your chewing ice. <laughs> because you want to hear some cold comments from an Oregon head coach. You got Dan Lanning smack-talking Colorado. Was this the whole quote? I actually didn't yes. watch the video with the whole quote. Okay. Yes. This is this isn't like this isn't no. pulled out weirdly. No. Go ahead and read it, Kamesh. So this is from James uh, Krepa, or I, I don't know how do you say his name. Somebody asked Dan Lanning what, what his thoughts about Colorado leaving the Pac-12 were, uh, and he says not a big reaction. I'm trying to remember what they won to affect this conference. Ooh, that's spicy. A, that's, spicy. that's a spicy meatball. And, and oh my God, does Oregon play Colorado this year? Yeah, well, they yes, do. they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Dion, you have the opportunity to do something very funny. You know, and, and it's kind of oh. early too. It's September 23rd. Like yeah. It's early. It's like the third or fourth mm, week of the season. This is before things can, you know. Yeah. If Oregon gets bad, Bo. Oh. oh. Is, it, oh, is no. it in Austin it's in Eugene. It's, No, it's in, it's in Eugene. So okay, so it's that's awesome. that's better. Okay. okay, I just feel like this is not only are we dealing with Colorado and weird expectations that are probably not going to balance out this year. Then it's <laughs> like, oh, by the way, 
you're leaving the conference, so we all want a piece of you on the way out. Like I remember what happened to Texas or A and M. I mean A and M when they left the Big Twelve, and everyone wanted a piece of their ass on the way out. I remember that Texas won that last game because they wanted a piece of their ass on the way out. Whatever I had bet on Colorado's win total, I'm knocking it down by two. It feels to me like Colorado's ceiling this year is very September Heisman-y. If everything goes well by like September 21st, it'll be like, we're proving everybody wrong. And then we're going to crash the plane into a hillside. Their first game is, is against TCU. Yeah, no, Colorado's not even going to no, be they, like September Heisman they, like Syracuse they, was last year because their schedule's too hard. Their schedule's very rough. They have TCU, Nebraska. I think they're at TCU, right? At TCU. Then they have Nebraska. Week one at TCU. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and then, well, I mean, it was a home and home because that's how they opened last year. I forgot about uh, that. But then it's it's home against Nebraska, and then they're at they're home against somebody else. Colorado State. Colorado State. So it's the Rocky Mountain Showdown, which both I mean, new, Colorado, both new coaches. Well, no, Colorado State's coaches second year, but a still, second year, yeah, okay, sure. yeah. Uh, and then after that, it's Oregon. <laughs> and then USC at at LA or in Colorado. In Colorado. Okay, so. USC has to go to Boulder. The funny thing for me about Colorado leaving and going to the Big 12, this was all done with 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 Coach Prime just quiet the entire time. Like he didn't say word. any like he I know he had like a scheduled procedure and everything and it was routine right. to miss Pac-12 media days and then all this is gone, but he has been so quiet and that is just completely the opposite uh, of what we've been used to this entire offseason, but like he has been quiet and I hope he's recovering well. So, I mean, that that's what I hope and that's what I think it is, but it's just, did, it's just, it's very interesting to me. Did he have a scheduled procedure or are they just telling us that to cover for the fact that they locked him in the NORAD missile bunker so he wouldn't tell everybody about oh, in this? Oh, in Cheyenne Mountain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They put him in the trailer with Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, took a screw. No. I, I'm just going to, I'm going to drop this screen cap right now. Not because you need to look at it, but I'm going to save it because I have the current ticket prices. ESPN says for tickets to Col- oh. Colorado Buffalo and they're high. I mean, the first home game against Nebraska is $236 for the lowest ticket. That's a rivalry. Right. Yeah. But they, let's go down to like something that's not rivalry, like 166 for Stanford. Sure. So I'm going to hold on to this because I want to see what this looks like at the end of the season. Ooh. Let's go. We'll look week by week. And find out just what this plummets to. Because we'll, we'll I, like, I, I feel like I feel like this is like crypto speculation. And this is going to bottom down at some point. I would right. also like to take this moment. I have mentioned on the pod earlier in the summer that I think Nebraska, Colorado has some very high sickos potential. Oh, yeah. Oh, it- Colorado, Colorado State at 10 p.m. Eastern. <sighs> Big, dumb rock fight. Yes. Matt Rule yes. and Deion Sanders are shaking hands at midfield. Uh, don't make me post the Matt Rule picture again because I'm gonna do it. Matt Rule wearing a potato sack, half sh- like like shaved. When I say half shaved, I mean literally half his face shaved. Let us note that the home ticket prices of what you posted, by the time you get to November, we're down to seventy one or fifty seven dollars to go to a Colorado game because y'all they don't know either. We need to go on and talk about the Pac-12 TV deal. Because this is all we care about. <laughs> and they had a meeting. Need is doing a lot of work in that They sense. had a meeting. And the meeting was to have yet another meeting. It could have been in an email. It literally could have been in an email. You know, I've been in meetings like this. 
and mm-hmm. they are the most frustrating experience you could ever have where you have a meeting and the conclusion of the meeting is we need to have another meeting about this it reminds me of a time where i worked for a company that i don't want to give the name away but they don't exist anymore due to some crazy crash that happened in in 2000 2008 uh 2007 2008 and being in that meeting it was like hey you know we we heard that you saw some stuff on the news and 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 some people have been calling in and actually just talking trash to you personally on the phone saying haha you need to check out the news that your your company's going under you have a meeting and they're like hey we're gonna have another meeting about that and it kind of gives me the similar vibes of the the current pac-12 situation right now what happened with my company that I was at at the time, uh, they, they were bought out by another company. So I don't know if another conference is going to buy out this conference, but maybe they buy some pieces of it, which could happen. Uh, so it, it, it fits it fits uh, very well in my we life saw, in the past. We saw rumors of an Apple TV deal. Then it was Apple TV, but you have to buy the Pac-12 package on top of it. Yeah. Which I know, like I have Apple TV just sort of like free because I bought something and they throw in a year of it. And that's fine. I watch, I watch the weird space show on there. You guys seen the space show for all mankind? I mean, I, I did the Ted Lasso thing. Which no, was... for all mankind is great. It's by the guy who made the new Battlestar Galactica, Ron Moore. But it's the story of what if the Russians beat us to the moon? Oh, oh okay. yeah, my and, friend was telling and, me about and, this. And it gets so silly. It's wonderful. Because at some point, they're chasing each other around the moon with guns. <laughs> Listen, Armageddon was a documentary. Yes. Is that, and is you that never the, convinced me otherwise. Is that where the meme came from? Like, you know, always no, was? No, oh, not, okay, no, 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 not from that. But it's, always, a, it's, a, it's a lot like that. <laughs> it's a lot like that. No, How but, much would it cost us to, pro- to broadcast the Pac-12 games? What, on, on Twitch? Well, we all have cell phones. We do. Yeah, we can we can do basically what the uh, Army Oklahoma pay per view guy did. We could just sit there and point our phones at it, and yeah. every once in a while, you can see our feet. What What that about? Would be fine. Well, I mean, it's mostly going to be plane tickets to get us there, right? Oh yeah. Someone Someone was Someone made a great point that I was I, I made a post about the what was it called the simulcast? No, what was it called? Oh yeah, the the analog Twitter thing. Yes. Yes. Where they have they used to just. For away games, they would have someone at the game wire back the plays yes. to the, the the visiting team's mm-hmm. campus. The and telegrid. They had, the telegrid. And yes. they would have these giant electric boards where they would show players' names, how many yards, and like a little ball on the screen. I say screen. It was not a screen. It was just lights. And the like one the ESPN play-by-play thing. Yes. Yeah. The, the uh, football archaeology pulled up a great one from Oregon State. Let me find it. In 1924. <laughs> Yeah. Is the... uh, I have I have a breaking tweet that Uh-oh. is relevant to I'm going to drop it in the chat here. Okay. If my computer cooperates. Oh, God. It's too hot for that. Too many tabs. Oh, wow. Wait, you have too many tabs? Uh, yeah. Okay. Evidently. How many tabs is too many tabs for you? Is it like four? It is like four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have we have the Oregon State Beaver fighting Puddles the duck and the Portland Pickles account takes a picture of this and goes, loser gets sent to the Mountain West. Fighting it with pool noodles. With pool noodles. Yes. Yeah, sorry. What is the beaver's name? 
Bucky. Bucky the, Benny, no, Benny the Beaver. I say Bucky the Beavers are Beaver. Oh, that's yeah, I was thinking of you know, Bukies <laughs> from Metamoros. I'm dropping a picture in the chat right now. That's 25 megs. What the fuck is okay? But this is the, an image of the of the uh, at Oregon State in 1923. How they used to watch away football games, oh, and yeah. they're in an auditorium at the very front. They or this is the gym, I believe. At the very front, they have up on plywood on on uh, sawhorses. They have a giant screen that has a place for the score, a place for to light up if it's a kickoff, a fumble, a touchdown, what kind of play. They have players on the side, yards to go, gain, what down it is. And someone would just literally wire the plays and information back to the home hometown and they'd put it on the board. The slowest Twitter account ever. I bet the back of that thing looks like the Enigma machine. Oh, I like like I look at this and I go, this is a fire hazard. Yeah, like there's so much knob and tube going oh, on yeah. on the back of that. Oh man, I bet it smells like burnt nylon. Uh-huh. Ozone. Just reeks of ozone in that room. I just wonder how much like smuggled like bootleg shit tier bourbon is hiding in like suit coats in that room. Oh yeah, absolutely. Shout out to whoever the incredibly OCD person is who set up all those chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the everyone's hat game is great too. Mm-hmm. What did I say? This was twenty four, I believe. So yeah, so a hundred years ago. And this is how you used to follow away games. This is uh, it cost you about twenty five cents to get in. You'd sit there and you just watch the game, quote unquote. I can't imagine. It's like watching football as baseball because you're just waiting for a thing to happen and then the score to, board to update. Apparently baseball did this first. Someone sent me an Atlantic article where there used to be these like huge displays all over the place in like big cities and they'd have baseball games going like this. I just like that they have a dedicated light for a forward pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty rare thing. And this is back when Oregon State was uh, or- Oregon Agricultural. Anyways, I love that. Once I saw that, I was like, we need to put the Pac-12 on that. We'll go around to get, we'll go around to schools and we'll bring the big board and we'll still run it with switches and electricity. I would do that. I would do that so, uh, Right? Charge everyone a fiver to get in. Everybody can get in with a shiny penny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have like, you sell some snacks, you sell a walking taco. I mean, you make tons of money there. If you sell booze. A what? We're like the fanciest version wait, wait. of the high school band moms. Yeah. Did you say mm-hmm. a walking taco? Uh, yeah. Uh, also called a, a Frito pie. Okay. <laughs> walking tacos and Frito, Frito pie are not quite the same thing. <laughs> really? Walking taco. No. Okay. Frito pie is just you confused. No, you cut you cut open the you cut open the top of a small bag of Fritos. Yes. Yeah. Chili cheese. Yeah, it's a Frito pie. Yeah. yeah. And you, you can do that with Doritos too. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like taco stuff in a bag with yeah. a fork so you can walk around with it and it's less messy. Yeah. High school band thing, sta- or high school football game staple here. Oh, yeah, same. I don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm. I never get over to the concession stands because I'm too busy supervising children. Beth, you can buy them at Sheets. They have them in the MTO menu. You can? Yeah. All right, I'm going to Sheets when we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna walk out with a taco. I think that's all we got for our first half. So let me slide into our other bits. <laughs> Nice tweet. What did he tweet? It's in the chat. It's over duck. I have the high ground. <laughs> no, but you fucked up as you said, I have the have ground. Oh, oh God damn it. No. Autocorrect. I swear no, to no, God. Auto-correct fucking delete it and do it again. Delete it and do it again until it's right. Okay. <laughs> the beatings will continue That's until right. the tweets improve. 
not like me fucking tweeting out a bluey meme from the wrong account. Yes. That was a banger. That was good though. I almost tweeted out like something from my gigging calendar on on the on the account the other day because I was on the wrong thing. I'm like, a, oh no! Would have had a crowd. I would have. I have the have ground. Who are you, me? I, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's hurtful. Wait. I know that I fuck up my tweets. Oh, I I do it every now and then too. So uh, not as bad, not nearly as bad as me. Uh, you know, sometimes I I, I I acknowledge it immediately. I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. So and then here I put the asterisks. <laughs> so like if you saw it previously let's plug some things first as always if you've got an extra five dollars a month burning a hole in your pocket um probably give it to someone who needs it but if you don't find anyone that needs it give it to us for five dollars a month you can join our discord and our patreon what that gives you access to is our mini episode podcast which includes commission's corner yep. episode three is going to go up on friday and it is about which year of kansas 1923 Kansas, and I had some special guests. The Pennsylvania contingent was That's there. Right. The Pennsylvania partners. And then oh, Beth and I are figuring out a day to record ours, and we're going to get that started as well. We'll talk about school fight songs. We're starting with Notre Dame because that is the most fight songy fight song that ever fight songed. I didn't realize <laughs> a little preview. They only added mention of women like last year. So, so. that Notre Dame fight song, just off the top, it, it was my high school fight song. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my high school is affiliated with the Fighting Irish mm-hmm. and a part of that lovely seminary in, in New Orleans. So if anybody in New Orleans understands what high school that is, you you, you can find me. But, you know, again, I'm not going to tell you what year, but I'm just old. So good luck. If you go back and look through the 1920s yearbooks, you'll see him. You'll it's see like It's like The Shining. <laughs> then we have our merch store. It's season time. You should probably get your stuff now so it comes in on time. If you need stickers for your water bottles, if you need posters for your walls, if you need clothing, if you need a new water bottle or a mouse pad, we got that all for you. We did not go through with the with the bathing suit. I'm sorry to tell everyone. Yeah, it's 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 I know it's like hundred degrees in Arizona, or I'm sorry, 120 in Arizona when people falling on the ground burning themselves unfortunately because it's so hot. Uh but it's still hundred in Texas, so I, I'm not gonna do the the sicko guy over a bikini I, I i can't and then the sicko guy pointing on the I, I can't sell that i i just can't in good conscience sell that because the, the you know ward that we <laughs> we sold the license to that we we bought the license of the board like we have to send him a spreadsheet yeah and i'm sure if he sees something on the spreadsheet that says <laughs> sicko's committee bikini he's probably gonna want an image yeah and i'm you know i'm not necessarily yeah. Hey, Ward, uh, the cartoon that you drew and you allowed us to sell uh, and take a portion of the, the merchandise. My friends my friends on this call, however, did get to see a mock-up I did of a Sicko's bikini with the logos straight over the tatas. And I thought that that was just... Yeah, just the circles. Yeah, like, ju- yep. just just if, the if logo you, circles. Yep. If you'd have joined... Demonstrating a strong understanding of where the pasties go. That's right. Mm-hmm. If yep. you would have joined the, the, the Discord, or you still, if you joined the Patreon and the Discord, the image is there from our old podcast recordings. So if you desperately want to see... I think I think I threw that in the private chat because I, because I didn't want that getting out. No, I... Oh, you you did a separate one, but I'm talking about I did, the one I designed. Oh, no, yeah, so no, yes, the other one's in yes, there. Yes. I did, I did the, one, the bikini with the, with the one straight on the tatas, yeah. We also going to shout out the Message Board Geniuses podcast. The more I see on that account, the more I think about what's going on right now, the more I'm like, I can't believe that these things exist. Someone on the Clemson boards today said Clemson was joining the SEC as of like 3 p.m. today. Yeah, okay. And yeah, great. Sure, buddy. As I said last week, you 
Florida State is locked here in here with us, and so are you, Clemson. You are. Ever and ever and ever. Right. Until 2035. We also will give a shout out to the Transfer Portal and No Context Football's season preview for 2023. For $10, you can get a PDF that covers all the FBS teams, everything coming up. They have schedules, they have interviews with players, and they have an intro done by the commish and talking about what's sicko this year in football. We have our YouTube channel. It's got podcasts up there. You should subscribe to it and just sort of click play because that's always good. We've got our sub stack going. That includes our Sickos Committee Weather Travel Football Master Almanac Notebook, the SCWTFMAN. On Monday morning, we dropped our preview for the Coastal Athletic Conference, the CAA. The and on Wednesday, we've colonial. got formerly Colonial. And then we have the, um, the Ivy and the OVC Big South Alliance coming out on Wednesday. And lastly, if you need some new clothing for the fall as well that isn't Sickos related, why not pick something up at Home Field Apparels? Homefield Apparel has the softest, best shirts for all the colleges you can think of, and they're adding more and more each time. This week, we had a UTEP picks up. Comes on Thursday. I wanted to say something about UTEP. The the folks at Homefield said that UTEP gave them full reign of everything in their history. So they said the 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 collection is bonkers. Oh, so, I'm so excited. And that's coming on Thursday. It's bonkers. I know we may have some New Mexico State fans, which, I mean, I don't know if you can do whatever you can with your old Pistol Pete uh, that you had to deal with Oklahoma State and, and Wyoming about. But I'm sure you have some crazy logos in the past. You need to license home field. But UTEP, Texas Western, I mean, every single name they had. All mines. Every, everything in their history, logo-wise, is on the table and it's going to be a fantastic collection. Normally, home field like gives us previews of, of everything, and the few things that we've seen, just amazing for UTEP. I, I look forward to to purchasing some of that uh, myself per- personally. We're also getting refreshes of Michigan and Ohio State and Michigan State as well. Plus, the dad hats are here. Yes, those dad hats look so good. Oh yeah, they got the. Sliver- how long before Hogo- How long before home field does your logo swaps, Jordan? Oh, you know, I think that <laughs> I think that somewhere on their contract with schools, it's like they, they can't we will, do that. We will yeah. burn it. We will burn <laughs> you. I think Homefield has such high quality that they won't even sell you something if it's a mistake on the shirt. Like they've had hey, Homefield. Do you want to have the world's greatest April Fool's Day this year? I'll give you my script, West Virginia. I'll give it to you, Homefield. I'm gonna make that shirt for. I, I, see, I see. I see steam coming out of Pit Girl's ears right now. She's so angry, even though she has headphones on. The steam's coming through the ear. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's yeah. crazy. Blind um, Pit did kind of hit though. Yeah, that was it, does, nice. it looks a little Star, Star Wars. Warsy, but yeah. I liked it. The, the, the script West Virginia though for me that was. It's gonna look really great on a shirt for Beth for the for the for the brawl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Perfect. You're going to get Beth disowned from her family. I will have to walk home and I live hours from Morgantown. <laughs> Beth hitchhiking home from Morgantown. Oh, do you want you want, I should, this whole time I should have been bleeping Morgantown. <laughs> You've got to bleep that. I do. I have to bleep Morgantown now. Uh, oh, I wanted to say we have another sponsor, but we don't have like a discount code for that. We'll get the link uh, up. Then. We'll get the link up. We, we do have an affiliate with NordVPN. 
Nord hey, you, do you watch YouTube? You watch YouTube videos? Do you, watch you know NordVPN? You know Nord. Do, do you watch the Pac-12 network via Moldovan VPN? That's usage? right. This is, this is exactly if why you we got this. Now's the time. That's right. We have a special deal. It's a link that we can tweet out, and we'll send it to all all of our folks, and and just you know anybody on the Patreon will let them know uh, about it too inside our discord but we do have a deal that gets you 63 percent off of nord vpn's two-year plan the standard plan it gets you 51 percent off if you want the complete plan you get that 63 percent off it, instead of being like ten dollars a month we have a deal that will get you for like 3.99 a month for the first two years so you'd save a ton by using this vpn for whatever purposes you have whether if you want to watch the pac-12 network or maybe the new Pac-12 streaming deal on Apple TV somehow. Uh, maybe NordVPN can help you out. Maybe Moldova Netflix has something that you know you want to watch. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you want to watch Eurovision in whatever language. That's right. Jordan, does this mean you're finally going to teach me how to work a VPN? Well, I'm very excited. Well. <laughs> We're going to get everyone addicted to the Pac-12 network this year. That is the goal, y'all. So with all that being said, it's time for our best season of all time for teams who are below 500 all time. Satwa app 500 at part 38 of 41. We're almost done, guys. It's almost like football starts after soon. this. And we didn't make we didn't line it up on that way on purpose because no. we didn't plan. It kind of <laughs> it kind of worked out. It did. It, it did. But it was not on purpose. Not on purpose. Kind of worked out. We I didn't like calculate it until maybe about over halfway through it. I was like, wow, we'll probably finish this before the season starts. Because after tonight, well, first off, I'll I'll tip our hand. Tonight is the University of Alabama, Birmingham, UAB, the Blazers. But after this, we're down to Buffalo, ULM, and UConn. That's right. Three to go after tonight. And UConn, you're really not going to like the year I chose. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it is your best year, and you beat your rivals, but your rivals won the national championship. Oh. So, so that's it's the exact same year I did for UMass. That's a preview. So the UMass folks are really going to love that too. Along oh, yeah. with the UConn folks are not going to like it. Tonight, again, the best season of all time for teams who are below 500 all time. The VSOAT, FTWA, B500, AT for short. Part 38 of 41. I honestly didn't think we'd ever make it to the end of this. We I'm really impressed with ours. This has really passed the offseason tremendously because I love digging into these old teams. The only problem with UAB is they've only been around since 1991. So UAB didn't start football until 1991. Hey, Kamesh, before you go on, what's a blazer? What is a blazer? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a fine article of clothing. I was literally sitting here Googling it, Jordan. I was well, sitting here running the Google search right now. Well, I'm dropping in the chat old blazer mascots when they didn't know what a blazer was. Yes. They had a Viking. They had All a right. purple people eater. eater. Wait, wait, hold on. Is that, what, is it holding like an eye chart? Yes. <laughs> I, I believe is that a phoenix? Is it a chicken? I believe it's what a chicken. It's holding that? an eye chart for the ref, I believe. Okay, okay. that's right. It's okay, commenta that commenting on, commenting uh, on the ref. It? It? My friends, that is Beauregard T. Rooster, and you will address him <laughs> with I'm the respect. I'm sorry? Beauregard T. Rooster? Yes, this was the uh, 1993 UAB mascot. Beauregard T. <laughs> Beauregard T. Rooster has some very strong opinions about Confederate monuments, I'm just saying. I say, I say, my name is Beauregard T. Rooster. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, noted Elvis impersonator, Beauregard T. Rooster. I'm sorry? I'm, you I'm heard sorry? Me. Oh, yeah. You heard Noted. Me. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Check the chat. Oh, very notable. Wow. 
Look at those burns. He does. He's got the, the Beauregard burns right there. Okay. I say, I say, uh, don't be cruel. <laughs> that was, that's what you went with. Okay. That was a choice. <laughs> but you, but you made the choice and I'm proud of you. They've also had a Viking, a, the purple thing. I don't even know what the fuck the purple thing is. I like the purple thing. I think it's sort of a dragon, but fluffy. Cause it's got like the, like lizard tongue like i can hear it doing the like eddie murphy mushu bit where he's like i don't do the tongue thing and then immediately does the tongue gotcha i sorry i just had to jump in with what is a blazer now that we've made now it's a dragon they, they've gone with the dragon for the most part more right. schools should have dragons i'm definitely on record of saying that again the program has been around since 1991 i want to give a shout out to their 1993 team their first year in one double a football they finished nine and two uh they were independent at the time they did not get a playoff bid to the fcs playoffs because again no automatic qualifier there and in first year in one double a i couldn't find out if they were eligible or not but you know they they lost to a couple of other teams that were better than them that made the playoffs and they were independent so you know they lost to troy at the time so just give a shout out to them 1993 their first bowl game they reached one in 2004 they did have some tough times after that and including closing down the program in 2014. So I, I got to talk about this because again, it's UAB and you know, they shut down the football program after head coach Bill Clark's first season as UAB coach, they finished six and six in 2014, but three days after the season ended, they announced they were shutting the program down. They were bowl eligible and they didn't get invited to a bowl game. I wonder if them shutting the program down maybe hindered their chances at getting a bowl game at six and six. Maybe. Can't imagine. Maybe. I don't know. So in the previous year, UAB's president at the time, Ray Watts, commissioned an outside firm to review the school's athletic finances. Uh, the firm Car Sports Consulting recommended that UAB nick some sports, football, bowling, and rifle. So the football team went away along with bowling and rifle. So, I mean, like, the big three of UAB went away, football, bowling, and rifle. The decision was met with great outrage and criticism of Watts, as well as the University of Alabama Board of Trustees. According to Watts, projected costs of a credible football program would cost the school $49 million over the next five years and over $20 million a year already spent on the program. And that, after five years, this would cost, this, I'm sorry, this cost would likely continue to rise. So the people were upset with this. So they commissioned an independent task force to evaluate this decision and the to findings evaluate, of the To report. evaluate the independent task force? They hired yeah. a consultancy group to, to, to check the consultancy work? Yeah. So basically there, there was a, an outside consulting firm hired to evaluate this decision and the findings Double of the hours. report. Which they always the wins. <sighs> Big Pac-12 energy. Well, I, so I, I remember following this story at the time, because uh, this was a period of time when I was like extremely on r slash college football. And there was a perception, uh, shout out to RCFB. There was a perception at the time that the Alabama Board of Trustees, because UAB is part of the University of Alabama system, best known for the University of Alabama, Tuscaloosa. There's a perception that the Board of Trustees was sort of generally opposed to the existence of UAB football, not for any actual good reasons, but because they were strongly in favor of the existence of University of Alabama Tuscaloosa football. Not that UAB is or has is or is likely to ever become any sort of real threat to, to Alabama, as much as I might enjoy seeing that. So 
you know, I'm I'm sure there are you can come up with an argument to cancel football at just about any school. I mentioned on the last show there was a pit alum, or maybe I was talking to Beth about this after the show. There was a pit alum who wrote an op-ed after the 51 to six Penn State game in 2018 in the pit news about how Pitt should drop to D3. You can make an argument for that. That doesn't mean that the argument is good, and that is sort of where we found ourselves with UAB shutting the program it is technically true that they announced that they were closing but the perception at the time and the way that i personally still look at this is that uab football was sort of death penaltyed by powers that be as opposed to we're dropping football in the way that pacific did for example uh, i'd like to mention a little reporting by this young reporter named Stephen Godfrey. I, yes. I don't know if you've heard of him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they he, he mentioned some of the reasons why they dropped, some of the reasons like how this went down, things like the examples of the board of trustees sort of trying to fuck them. I'd forgotten this. UAB tried to hire Jimbo Fisher, mm-hmm. yeah. but the funds were pulled. They tried to do a small on-campus stadium, didn't, didn't get cleared. Clark created a plan for, uh, Bill Clark created a plan for a $10 million practice facility. Mayor supported it, got approved by the city, but did not get approved by the board when the local businesses arranged to upgrade practice turf at no cost uh ua trustee killed the project just all sorts of fun stuff like that yeah yep. also bear bryant's son was a ua trustee mm-hmm. yeah the conspiracy on this gets, gets it gets juicy. very in-depth and i didn't want to go too far into it because i mean we could just <laughs> coward. talk about you no, fucking coward honestly no we could talk about this for the entire podcast yeah, how in-depth it is <laughs> Seriously, this is, I mean, you want to go conspiracy theory, uh, you could go crazy in depth. You can just look at the surface level. It, it was ridiculous on what they did. And that's why I kind of had to to go back, uh, even though it's the best team of all time. But I have to set this up. Like, I, I can't just yeah. like go like, here we go. This is the best team of all time. I'm like, no, I need to let yeah. you know where UAB was, where they went, why they went away technically and then when they came back basically like a a blazer out of the ashes so uh you know really i I wanted to do that the program itself decided on june 1st 2015 so basically about six months after they said they're going to shutter the program due to public opinion and the fundraising of more than 27 million dollars towards the program the uab blazers football program would be reinstated to play begin as early as 2016 on July 21st, UAB stated their intention to resume football in time for the 2017 season, while the bowling and rifle programs would be immediately reinstated. So bowling's back, rifle's back, football's coming back 2017. I wonder how much money, more money they spent having to bring things back that they got rid of. Yeah. Hmm. They let lots of folks go. They shut down a lot of operations. What did it cost them? And I'm assuming no one's ever done these numbers because that would that, well, I mean, that would. Do we need an independent study of that independent study? Too? I'll. You know oh, what? Okay. Hey, hey, Alabama Board of Trustees, two million dollars. We'll figure those numbers out. That's right. Let us know. We're the Sickos Committee Consulting Firm, mm-hmm. uh, LLC. Mm-hmm. Just, just let us know. We'll, we'll figure it out eventually. Hey, uh, University of Alabama Board of Trustees, do you want us to seem like uh, UAB's losing way more money than they should be? We'll also do that for an extra million. Uh, I mean, we could do that. I mean, if, if you're upset that South Alabama's got a new stadium in Mobile, uh, we'll, we'll do that too. Whatever you need. Yep. We will. Please email us at compliance at committee. That's right. Compliance at sickoscommittee.dad. So, <laughs> in, 2000, in 2014, basically, Bill Clark led the team in his first year 
to six and six. Then essentially they shut the program down and like he didn't have a job anymore. But in 2015, in September, since they said the program was coming back, they signed head coach Bill Clark to a five-year contract extension in 2015, September. The athletic director, Mark Ingram, indicated that 2017 was a more reasonable timeline to field a football team due to the number of the players who transferred away from the program following the termination and the NCAA's recruiting rules. I remember at a time that there was just players of the UAB program upset the program was canceled. They were walking their graduation wearing their UAB football helmets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're looking to find a reason to cancel a football program, you can. You can do it. You can make up numbers, point any which way you want to, and just talking trash about Legion Field or whatever that they played in. That's great. Do it. But guess what? UAB's back, baby. 2017, I, I did want to note that Conference USA announced they would not take any action against UAB now that it reinstated football and the school, in effect, would remain in the conference. So Conference USA was like, hey, they, they even the conference was like, hey, this is some bullshit. We're keeping you in the conference. We're not downgrading you. We're not making you go through like FCS uh, again or Division Three again or an NCAA undefined season again. And then the NCAA was the same way. The NCAA was like, you're clear to resume playing football in 2017, and you can compete in FBS. There's no penalty. You don't miss a bowl game. You don't miss any of it. Like, like how, how badly do you have to have fucked up your fucked yeah. up your program that the NCAA goes, no, we'll make an exception for you? I mean, just how incredibly crazy and short-sighted or, I mean, really, like, I don't understand. Like UAB hadn't even been to a bowl game since 2004, and then the the UA the Alabama Board of Trustees was like, "Oh, they're threatening, they're threatening the the, the Crimson Tide." Just, is that, is that in, your in 2014? Yeah. In 2014, oh my god, UAB six and six. Let's we we gotta put a stop to this. Nick Saban out here like piloting the fucking Death Star. <laughs> Just, this is. I believe this is what Spencer, what Spencer Hall said something on the podcast on Chitapolcast a while back about ULM being like LSU f steals more money from hospitals than ULM has in their budget, and that's how UA like Alabama mm -hmm. gets more from donors and probably fleeces more off of local car lots than UAB has in their entire goddamn budget. And the one of the SB Nation articles we were just referencing says that like. It seems that the thought process among some of the board of trustees was like, oh, UAB needs to be focusing more on the med school. If you have, if you think that the football budget is at UAB has that much impact on the amount of money that is going to the only major, major medical school in the state of Alabama, I have a bridge to sell you. So in 2017, they're back. There was expectations for the program. They're like, I don't think they're going to be pretty good. Split Zone Duo's own Alex Kirshner said that UAB is back, but don't expect them to be good. Well, uh, I'm sorry, Alex. You were incorrect. Uh, UAB went 8-5 and five in 2017. Woo! And they the Bahamas Bowl. Hell yeah, Bahamas Bowl. That's I right. can't. When I get out of bed, and I've only been asleep for a little while, I'm like, oh, my fucking plantar fasciitis. I can't have some hobbling in the morning. They were dead in the ground for two years, and they popped mm -hmm. up and were like, what's up, bitches? <laughs> I mean, three back, years. Bitch. Three years. Uh, essentially, essentially, like, like. 2015, 2016, they're back. Eight and five. They go to the Bahamas Bowl. Frank Solich shows no mercy. 
and crushes them 41-6 in the Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> but guess what? UAB's back. They got a trip to the Bahamas. I think they don't really care too much. But this set the stage for the BSOAT, FT, WABT, 500AT of UAB. I just wanted to say that. This is a bunch of so UAB in here. It's perfect. Lovely. Uh, just add it to that one. Commit's just throwing up a mouthful of alphabet soup. That's right. Alphabet soup. I, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, what... Elvis Presley lyric I should have went with besides don't be cruel. Uh perhaps burn in love given that oh. they are the Blazers. Oh, okay. You know. Ooh. Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. Yes. Higher and higher. I don't know which way to blaze. But all right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That was my third grade Halloween costume. Just going to say that. I was Elvis. Elvis. I was Elvis third grade Halloween. I had a giant wooden guitar that just said Elvis on it. And there was a cassette recorder tied to it. And it would just play Burning Love on it. (laughs) It was just a single of Burning Love. Uh, I was. You should go as uh, Beauregard T. Rooster as Elvis this year. Beauregard T. Rooster. Kamish is Beauregard T. Rooster. Burning Love. I say, I say. I say, I say, I feel my temperature rising. So, yeah, you know, that's good. Because I'm being ro- because I am an oven because I'm a chicken and I'm being roasted. I don't know which way to go. Tight, and you know, just like Beauregard T. Rooster and Elvis, there was a couple of comebacks. In 2018, was a comeback for the. Oh, UAB you fucking Blazers. you fucking took that truck and got it back on the road. Right. God, ass kicked out and you took it. <laughs> I love it. All right, so UAB 2018 UAB Bill Clark is there. He's got the program going. The previous school record of wins was eight. That was the year before. God. It's a school record wins. So I know there were nine and two in 1993, but that was a school record wins for FDS. Yeah. So uh, just to clarify that, because, I, you know, I got to correct that. But this year, 2018, the Blazers won 11 games this season. They started. Oh, yeah. They were projected to finish third in the West Division of Conference USA. The teams, the two teams projected ahead of them were the North Texas Mean Green Beans. I'm sorry, that was the last podcast, but okay. <laughs> uh, and then the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs of Ruston, Louisiana. Were they coached by Skip Holtz at that time? This, this, oh, yeah, they were. They, yeah, they were. This was year six of the skip experience. The skip experience. The Holtzian Renaissance. Oh, I like that. So let's go through their schedule in, in 2018 here. They start the year with a home game against Savannah State. In Legion Field, they beat Savannah State 52-0. No problems whatsoever. A blowout, they're 1-0. Then they go to Conway, South Carolina to face Coastal Carolina, which I believe Jamie Chadwell had started to get things rolling a little bit there. No, they... this was this was Jamie Chadwell as, as offensive coordinator. Oh, offensive coordinator Jamie Chadwell. Yes, this was uh, Joe Moglia's sixth okay. year there. This is so, this is a, so. If you're listening, this is before the Coastal that we all know and love. They drop the game to Coastal 47-24. They fall to one and one. But again, hey, it's a Coastal Carolina game. It's okay. They're not in Conference USA. You can lose a game outside the conference. It's fine. But Bill Clark has got them rolling after this. Uh, they're back at Legion Field. They beat Tulane 31-24. Then they beat Charlotte 28-7. The team that was picked above them in the Conference USA West, they go to Ruston, and they beat them 28-7. Skip Holtz had no answer for the Blazers. Then they go to Rice Stadium, and they beat up Rice 42-0. Caca. Caca. Sorry. Hoot hoot. Hoot hoot. Caca. 
All right. Hoot, hoot. Then they welcomed the team that was projected to finish first in the West. They welcomed North Texas to Legion Field. The Blazers just smoked them. 29 20, uh, 21. Just beat them up. No problem whatsoever with the North, North Texas. They, they finished the, the game off uh, handily. I know the score was like an eight point game, but it was kind of a little bit of a garbage touchdown for North Texas at the end there. Then they travel all the way to El Paso for another conference game, and they beat UTEP 19 nothing. They avoid the Sun Bowl flu that affects <laughs> some teams that go out to El Paso. They return back to Legion Field and they welcome the UTSA Roadrunners before the Jeff Trailer days, and they they run all over. The Roadrunners. It's fifty-two to three. Yeah, these, this is the uh, Frank Wilson days, which were not the Frank Wilson days. Oh, yeah, dark days. Yeah, those were not the good days. Then the next week, they they faced the team that was picked fourth, the, right below them in the Conference USA West, uh, and they faced Southern Miss, and they were able to gut out a win against uh, Southern Miss. So they've won eight in a row at this point. They beat this was Southern a, Miss. This was a, this was a Southern Miss that scared the hell out of Auburn. Yes. Earlier in the season, I remember. I remember that game. I remember that game. So hey, girl, do you remember that game? Yeah, yeah. I, there have been a lot of games like that because Auburn gonna Auburn, whether you like it or not. Dude, I don't know if you guys have ever seen them before. SEC shorts on YouTube. They do little comedy shorts. They did one about the Auburn roller coaster where they go, and it's like, oh man, you know, won the West. It was great. Let's go on the ride again. We went six. <laughs> we went. We went six and six. But our quarterback threw for four thousand yards. What happened? We need to go again. And they keep just staying on the roller coaster for the rest of their lives because they can't get off. It's called intermittent reinforcement and education. If you always <laughs> if you always get positive things, it doesn't work. But if you get negative right. and positive, then those positives are a lot better. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you uh, dependent. There's no way that we can drive Auburn fandom to extinction. Oh, yeah, There's no way we can do that. It's like when you train the rats and sometimes they get more treats and sometimes they get less treats. Mm-hmm. So after they've won eight in a row and they're sitting at nine and one, they're nine and one, and then they have to go to Kyle Field to face Texas A&M. I, I personally remember this game because I'm like, oh, UAB, they may pull off against Texas A&M. They may do it. You know, can can they hang with Texas A&M? The Jimbo Fisher coached Texas A&M. You know, Jimbo Fisher was tried to be hired by UAB. Could they do it? Uh, unfortunately, they did not pull it off here. It was not necessarily close at all. They were down 24-7 at halftime. Uh, they scored a couple of garbage points in the fourth quarter, and they lost the game 41-20. to Now, again, sitting pretty in Conference USA at this point. They are undefeated. Conference USA, UAB Blazers. They have to play the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Is Mitsu in the same division? I, I can't remember Mitsu, old conference Mitsu is division. not in the same division. Okay. So Mitsu is in the East. They are six and one at the East at the time. And UAB hey. is seven and zero oh in the West. So if Mitsu wins this game, they host the Conference USA Championship game, which will essentially be against UAB. Oh, it's a again. rematch. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So UAB, again, if they win the game, they may face Marshall or even 2018 FIU. So they have to go up to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And UAB, I don't know what happened that game. I have no idea what happened, honestly, for UAB in that game. They get out to a 3 nothing lead with a 35-yard field goal, and then Middle Tennessee kicks a 28-yard field goal, uh, get a 24-yard field goal at 6-3, and then at halftime, Middle Tennessee is, is leading 13-3. Middle Tennessee continues to tack on points, and they wind up winning the game 27-3. to 
Oh, God. I have the team stats for UAB in this game. UAB, I don't know what happened, but they had eight first downs. They had negative one yard rushing. Oh, no. Negative one yards rushing. Their quarterback for the time, he, he was nine for 24 oh. with 90 yards passing, and they had one interception. And that so was they had only- 89 total yards in this game? 89 total yards in this game. Oh, my God. Oh, that's bad. Very bad. Mm. Oh, right? that's bad. Not great. It's going to be hard to win. It doesn't matter for them. UAB is still going to the Conference USA Championship game. Now, there's not a neutral site for Conference USA. Since the Middle of Tennessee won this game, guess who gets to host the, yeah, the Conference Championship game? Yeah, you go back to Murfreesboro. Game? Oh, shit. You're going right back to Murfreesboro. On the plus side, you'll be able to get the phone charger cable that you left in your hotel room. That's true. I mean, and maybe and more, and, and this is when the Jell Shop machine was being created. That's so. true. Is when the Jello Shot machine was being created. I don't know that this is why, but I don't not know. Mm-hmm. People are saying. Now it's the Conference USA Championship game. How is UAB going to pull this off? They just had 89 total yards, negative one yards rushing on 29 attempts, by the way. How is UAB going to pull this off? They were lulling them into a false sense of security. That's right. Rope-a-dope? Is that what they did? They <laughs> rope-a-doped the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders were singing, burning, burning, and nothing can cool me. I might just turn to smoke, but they feel fine. So maybe they lulled them into false sense of security. In the Conference USA Championship game in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee got up to a 3 nothing lead. You remember UAB got up to a 3 nothing lead, right? Right. Last game, right? Oh, we're starting mm-hmm. off the opposite here. UAB ties it 3-3. Middle Tennessee makes it 6-3. At the end of the first quarter, Middle Tennessee's up 13-3. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. It's the same thing. Good. Oh, no. What's happening? Hold on. UAB arrives in the second quarter. They get a touchdown. They're down 13-10. They get another touchdown. They're they're up 17-13. And then here is another touchdown. UAB is up 24-13. Middle Tennessee gets a field goal right before half to make it 24-16 at halftime. Third quarter, Middle Tennessee takes the lead. uh, Or, I'm sorry, tries to tie the game back up. They get a touchdown from Brent Stockstill, 46-yard pass. It's 24-22. Yeah, by the way, is that QB's name again? Brent Stockstill, the son. Is is that related to to Rick Stockstill, the head coach at Mitsu? The son of Rick Stockstill. You want to guess where Brent Stockstill is coaching right now? Probably. Mitsu? I'm going to say Middle Tennessee. He is is the quarterback coach at Mitsu. His first coaching job, apparently, was uh, Lane Kiffin's personal assistant at (laughs) FAU. Amazing. This is going to sound meaner than I intend it okay. to. Okay. Get mean. I can't wait until he's Mitsu's Brian Ferentz. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That's so mean. Mm. I don't mean it to be quite that mean. Oh, God. So mean. Wow. Oh, he's, no. he's, also, he's also a passing game coordinator, too. Nepo, baby. No, I, I, in his defense, Becoming I will say. Brian Ferentz, I will, it comes for us I will all. say that Brent Stockstill actually holds, like, every passing record. Yes. At, yes, he does at, hold at every Mitsu. passing record. On, on, like Brian Ferentz was a lineman, so maybe a little bit different here. Is he a lineman, really? He was a lineman. He was a lineman in the NFL on practice squads of the Falcons and the Saints. So, I mean, Brian Ferentz, a little bit of sicko in him. Okay. I mean, Naturally. you can argue that only a little? Everyone, a little everyone who plays for Iowa is at least a little bit lineman. You know, they are tight end university, so they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of half blocking tight ends. Oops, all right guards. Mm-hmm. Only right. That's right. We only run power right. We can't we do only run power right. We don't go left. <laughs> Sorry, can't do it. Kurt, not a big fan of going left. 
Lord of mercy. Just going in circles. Lord of mercy burning the hole where I lay. <laughs> this is the weirdest Iowa caucus. Go on. Right. <laughs> so in the fourth quarter, Middle Tennessee takes the lead 25-24 on a 33-yard field goal with 10 minutes and 8 seconds to go. UAB manages to drive down with 3 minutes and 23 seconds to go. They get a 28-yard field goal to lead 27-25. UAB has got to stop Middle Tennessee at this point. They're able to stop Middle Tennessee, and they get the ball back. Middle Tennessee attempts to tie the game. Uh, They're driving. They get down to the UAB 46. It's fourth and six at the UAB 46. Brent Stockstill throws a pass. It's incomplete. They scream for pass interference. Screaming for pass interference. No pass interference called. Um, it was a little bit of a physical play, but UAB takes the ball over with a minute 24, uh, I'm sorry, minute 21 remaining in the game. Now, Middle Tennessee has all three of their timeouts remaining. UAB is needing to kill the clock here. First and 10 at the UAB 46, UAB runs for seven yards, immediate timeout by Middle Tennessee. Second and three at the Mitsu 47, no gain, immediate timeout by Middle Tennessee. Third and three at the Mitsu 47. So it's Brown runs for one yard, immediate timeout by Middle Tennessee. It is now fourth and two on the Mitsu 46. Brent Stockstill could be getting the ball back for one final drive. However, oh no, an illegal substitution penalty. 12 men on the field. 12 men on the field. Five-yard penalty gives an automatic first down, gives them a first down. The Blazers were able to kneel it out after that play. And they ended with their first ever conference title, Conference USA champions, the 2018 UAB Blazers. Goddamn engineering majors. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Just that. That's a sorry, Mitsu. That's a crappy way to end a game. It God. Is. It's it very is. brutal. Very brutal for Mitsu. Uh, but UAB, again, this is their podcast here. Because your kiss is lifting me higher like the sweet song of a choir. UAB gets to go to a bowl game. And I'm sure as, as Conference USA champions, they get to go to this, like a, like a huge bowl game and play a premier opponent, right? They're going to go to the best bowl game that Conference USA could buy. It is the 2018 Boca Raton Bowl. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're playing a, a big, like, championship program, right? Sure, exactly. Uh, no, they're playing Northern Illinois. Now, Northern <laughs> Illinois did win the MAC that year, eight and five. <laughs> Total MACTION, eight and five. MAC champions going to Boca. Was this like the 2018, like, Charity Bundy Bowl or whatever? No, it was. The yes, Charity Bundy. This is the Charity Bundy Tart Cherry. The Tart Cherry, Charity Bundy Bowl. Yeah, this is this Northern Illinois team was not great, but they snuck past a really good Buffalo team. This was Lance Leipold Buffalo. Snuck past a 10 and three Buffalo team to uh, win the MAC championship and then get to go to Boca. That sounds about right for the MAC. Let's be honest. You know, Buffalo has a great year, and then the lower record team in the MAC wins it. Uh, can I? I want to draw some attention back to the first Mitsu game. They had negative UAB had negative one rushing yards. Yep. Second game, two hundred and twenty-five on fifty-four attempts. Yes. So. They were literally sandbagging the whole first game, and they decided they were just going to be a run-first team the next game. So that it, it, it's really funny because UAB's offense essentially was kind of passing the entire year. Yes. Um, and and then I, I love the quote from Rick Stockstill 
in the Tennessean. The Blazers 10 and 3 won 27-25, coming back from a 13-3 deficit early, and then a 25-24 deficit in the fourth, avenging a 23-7 loss in the same stadium just one week earlier. That's college football for you. A team that manages a rushing total of minus negative one yard one week can roll up 225 the next week. Mm-hmm. Later, Stockstill could only shake his head as his team was called for a legal substitution, giving the Blazers a decisive first down when they're about to punt the ball away to give young Stockstill one more chance. And unfortunately, he never got it. So in the Boca Raton Bowl, it was not close at all. UAB fired up after beating Middle Tennessee. They blow out Northern Illinois 37-13, and they are Boca Raton Bowl champions. I put in the bling in the the show doc, and I mean, honestly, you win the Boca Raton Bowl. That's very flashy. I mean, it's a really really nice ring. It is super nice. Guess what? Hey. Guess what? That was their first bowl win in program history. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. First conference win, first bowl win, and of course, it's their best season of all time for teams of below 500 all time. Uh, and, and now they're coached by Trent Dilfer. The 2018 Boca, Boca Raton Bowl, uh, before we discuss Trent Dilfer, <laughs> also one of three bowl games in that season that featured two conference champions. The other ones were the, the Orange Bowl and the Rose Bowl. That's so right. UAB, you are in damn good company. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, this, this ring is so super good. nice. I, I'm, I mean, honestly, if you would have gave replica rings to your season ticket holders at Legion Field, before oh, yeah. you got your fancy new stadium, guaranteed to get something like that. Hell yeah. Get that Justin's money. <laughs> like, to show you how good UAB has been since since their death and resurrection, as in the fulfillment of the scriptures, like in 2017 <laughs> to today, they've been to a bowl every year. I don't count 2020. They were supposed to go to the Gasparilla Bowl. It got canceled. Whatever. But they have gone to bowls every year, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. That's really good. No, okay. Here's what's going on with UAB. UAB was UAB the gray, and then UAB like plunged into Moria with the Balrog and came back out, and now they're UAB the white. That's what's happening here. Didn't but- Aslan? Did, didn't Aslan do that too? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like a- I mean, yeah, because Aslan is like the thin- most thinly veiled Jesus metaphor of all time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the Alabama Board of Directors sacrificed UAB on the stone table. This is kind of crazy here, but like on the Winsipedia page for UAB, there are only 11 games below 500. Oh, yeah, barely. Barely. <laughs> so, I mean, they're a very new program. They've only been around since 1991, football-wise. And then they got killed off for a little bit, and then they brought them back to life like they were Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. Uh, something like we that. All, we all got a good, like, the metaphors are going well, guys. I like that. Uh, definitely. And, you know, pop really, culture things. Yeah. even though I, I never watched Game of Thrones, I, I just inferred that from Twitter because I still never okay. watched it. I was going to watch it, but apparently season eight was awful, so I'm not going to invest my time in that. Yeah, I'll tell you a good time to stop. It, it goes downhill very quickly after season five. Okay. So, so again, I, again. But we're here to talk about the good news. Right. UAB is not here. They have risen. And House of Dragons is pretty good, too. He has risen indeed. Christos right. Anasti, Aletos Anasti. Blazers Anasti. Blazers Anasti. <laughs> My brain is flaming. I don't know which way to go. Oh, oh got the papers. <laughs> Were they unranked all year? They did. Did they make, not rank this team? They did make a ranking at some point. 
It's just that I don't necessarily know when it was, and Wikipedia doesn't show it. Like they, they made ranked... the top twenty-five at some point in the coaches' poll only. In the coaches' mm. poll only, it they was probably before the the A and M game. Yes, that looks right. Coaches' poll only. So November you're telling 11th. me that like Jimbo staffers like artificially gave them a ranking oh, so that so it looked that's better right. right before the Jimbo game. It's like hey, they're yeah, playing like, a ranked opponent number twenty-five. UAB is like conspiracy. You seriously. Oh. God bless the fight in Illuminati. I don't know. I mean, really, UAB, we, we can't go on much together with suspicious minds. Okay, I'm, I'm going to cut this before he starts Googling more Elvis lyrics. I'm not doing this. But it's now or never. I hate all of you. We'll be back on Sunday. Uh, we'll start our conference yeah. previews. <laughs> Only fools. Falling in love with you, A.B.